Welcome to the More Than Motherhood podcast, where I bring you thoughts and conversations by moms for moms, from side hustles to spirituality, from going back to school to starting that business, to tackling that mountain of laundry. I'm here to help you rediscover who you truly are, reconnect you to your highest self so you can step into your divinely gifted purpose. I am your friend, your host, Juanita McCarthy, and I want to empower you with real stories of real women who took charge of her life, had a baby on her hip, dishes in the sink, and still manifested her dream life. The More Than Motherhood movement is about giving moms power and permission to pursue her wildest dreams. This podcast is going to help you rewrite your limiting beliefs, overcome imposter syndrome, and get you on track to living your best life. I know that we are more than motherhood, and I'm here to help you realize that too. So let's get started. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. How are you doing? Just checking in with you. You doing okay? If you're not, my inbox is always open for you. All right. So on today's episode, I am going to read to you uh, (laughs) some, not some, I'm going to read a blog post I wrote. I don't have the year. Oh, it's probably like 13 or 14, 2013 or 14. So um, if I stumble on my words... I'm sorry, I do kind of stutter sometimes. So yeah, let's get started. The blog post was originally written on my Real Life Housewife blog, and it was titled something along the lines of, Not As I Thought. It's not all made from scratch well-mannered children and polished smiles kind of life we are living no not even close from the dog making a boom boom in the back seat of the van that caused a chain reaction of dry heaves and projectile vomit from my toddlers yeah you guys she hit the windshield like with her vomit it was everywhere to forgetting to go to the grocery store four days in a row to grab food, making it a cereal for dinner kind of night. It's my kind of family meal. By the way, (laughs) the slurp and the crunch of a happily fed picky eater is like music to my ears. Ah, not a tantrum to be heard, not a fuss to be made. It's mom life, messy, tear-filled fun. No one warned me how making the transition from working mom to stay-at-home momhood would affect my mental health. They advised me on money and how we are going to either save money on daycare or not have enough money with only one income. They advised me that leaving leaving the workforce would have a negative impact on my resume. I had been told I was making a big mistake and my family was going to suffer. They told me that life outside of the military was hard and jobs were scarce. No one told me how emotionally draining, how lonely and depressing this life-changing transition would be. I went from having a set work schedule, a standard operating procedure, for just about every task, 
to totally winging it. And it being, and being completely honest, I miss having the guide to go by a, if this happens, do this guide, so to speak. But as you know, a definite guide for parenting doesn't exist. At least, I don't know of any. I was an active duty mom and I left the the workforce. When I first made the transition out of the military, I had no idea what to expect. I applied to college and started right away. My oldest was in daycare, so it wasn't like anything really changed. School was now my job and life was pretty much the same. It wasn't until we found out that we were pregnant with our second baby girl that we decided I was not going to go back to school, or at least until I was ready to go back, like I I was taking a break. This meant I was going to raise my second born alone without the help of daycare. Now, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you use daycare, you're not really raising your kids. I'm not trying to put down anyone who uses daycare because um, if you know me, I really love daycare. I'm a full advocate for having daycare. Um, So that's not my intention here. Um, But for me, it was... A wake-up call like this time around I didn't have the help like I did when I first born they helped me wean Zoe off the bottle and pacifier they helped me potty train I mean um, Zoe was with a daycare provider from 6 in the morning to about 6 at night from her how long was I maternity leave was six weeks and I was back at work so she was there since she was born almost like that was that was her you know that's how I that's how I did it because I had to. I was in the military. That's what we had to do. And that's just how it was. Um, I would pick her up or Derek would pick her up and we would have her for dinner, bath time, and bed. And that's pretty much all that we had her. So with Amelia, it's me and only me. And of course, my husband, you know, love you, babe. But he works. He works, you know, he's, he's in the military. So it you know, was me. And it was great. I I am able to be with her. I'm able to nurse her longer. And with Amelia, I started using cloth diapers. So she was like a full breastfed baby and she was cloth diapers. I didn't get to do that with Zoe um, because my, I wasn't producing milk after I went back to work and cloth diapers were like uh, on my radar at that time, just because she was in daycare. Uh, I Again, Zoe didn't get to nurse past five months, and then I also didn't get to witness a lot of her first, um, because she was in daycare. Like, that was hard, not having that, um, and not being there for those. So, yeah, I didn't get to see any of her first. So, being a full-time working mom is hard, and if you are a working mom, you know balance, the balancing act of children cooking and cleaning is, like one that is nearly impossible to master and if you have mastered it girl you're amazing (laughs) but you're exhausted by the end of the day and tomorrow you slap a smile on and you do it all over again because you are a mom and and that's what you do and go mama go you got this but I I didn't think being a housewife would be as hard as it turned out to be I made it, you know, motherhood work while being in the military, but, you know, I had the mentality that this should be a piece of cake, like it 
this has been hands down the most difficult changing endeavor, at least for me. And I'm not saying it's not worth every meltdown binge eating fiasco or, you know, tantrum in the store, but it's it's hard, but it, it's worth it. God damn, it's so worth it. <laughs> and it's lonely. And yet, you guys, I'm never alone, ever. Going to the bathroom is like a family vacation now. <laughs> Everyone joins me. <laughs> so, you know, I had to adjust to being home all day. I needed to find creative ways to entertain my oldest. I had to make new friends, especially ones with kids around the same age. And at first, I began with what I was used to. Typically, when I would get a day off, I would go shopping. And that did not last long, right? So we're single income. So I needed to find something a little less expensive to do with my girls. I found this neat little mom group on Facebook and began attending local events. I met some pretty awesome moms there and each having a special place in my little heart. And you know who you are. Um, but still, I felt overwhelmed. I felt lost in just this funk and this depression, and it was ugly. I began to slowly pull myself away. I would cry for no reason. I would lash out and yell at my kids and my husband, and guys, I was in a really dark place. And what was really bad is that I didn't want to admit that to myself. I could run down a flight of stairs pregnant for a code blue, perform chest compressions, start IVs, uh, stand in attention for hours, but this, this was hard. I needed that SOP, I needed that standard operating procedure, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. <laughs> this stay at home mom life is insane. My emotions were all over the place, one day I was happy, the next I didn't want to get out of bed, and I wish someone would have told me, hey girl, you're going to struggle, but this mental struggle is going to be hardest. It's going to be the toughest. And girl, I know some days are filled with laughter and snuggles and the best of hugs, and others are filled with tears, filled with tear-filled tantrums because the sky is blue and not purple. But know that I am here to tell you, my friend, you are doing an awesome job. If you are leaving the workforce to stay home or if you're at stay, a stay-at-home mom, keep your head up. Make time for yourself, even if it's five minutes of journaling, a few minutes alone outside, or an extra long shower before bed. The transition hasn't been easy. There are times I miss having patience. I miss wearing a uniform. But I know this life this mom life is worth it until next time. Oh, I'm getting just teary-eyed just thinking about that because I was in such a dark place. You know, I'm going to reflect on all of this here. Uh, something just popped into my mind. The transition from being in the military and then coming out was hard. It was hard. The postpartum depression after having Amelia was hard too. And it wasn't until recently that I was like, okay, yeah, I, I had depression. I That was not normal. <laughs> that was not normal at all. So, that movie, Mo Bad Moms, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it. Your mom, you've, you've seen it. You've gu guilty indulged. What's the word? You've indulged. It's like a guilty pleasure. You watch it because it's so relatable. 
But there was a scene where Kristen Bell, the character that Kristen Bell plays, and the other two characters were sitting at the bar. And Kristen Bell's character, she goes something along the lines, you guys ever, like, just you know, think about getting in a car accident, but not too bad, but where they take you to the hospital and they feed you jello and they rub your feet and it's all covered by your insurance. And then she like looks to the other ladies, like, you know, trying to get like support, like, hey, this is what I what I think about. And, you know, the wild child, the wild mom out there, she goes, girl, you're batshit crazy. And then it was in that moment that I was like, Oh, if I was sitting at that bar, I would have been like, yeah, girl, I totally think about stuff like that. <laughs> but then be met with oh, your batshit crazy from another mom who's supposed to be my friend, I probably would have just like said, oh, I was just kidding. And then like continued drinking my little wine. But really been like, oh, fuck, am I batshit crazy? Thinking thoughts like that is not normal. <laughs> I know that now. So, like, how did I get myself out of this depression? So, I am not a medical provider. So, if you are suffering from depression or postpartum depression, I highly recommend you seek help. Definitely seek help. Oh, girl, seek help. You need it. And it's not something to be ashamed about. Um, but if you were like me and too scared to even, like, admit that I had this problem... I took it in my own hands, and i that's when I really started diving into um, personal development and stuff like that. So, I would wake up before everyone, and I would journal the three pages. Um, I think I did a podcast on this, on my journaling and whatnot. So, I would journal a page of things. All of the things that I needed to get done whether it was today or tomorrow, but just everything that needed to get done, I would just write it down, a full page of all the things, all the things. And the second page was the thoughts that I was having, any sort of thought, good, bad, depressive, happy, whatever thought I was having, I would just free write and let it all out on the page. And the third page was the th- things, thoughts, and thanks. So I was writing um, all the things that I was thankful for on the last page. And I did this for a really long time and it began to shift my perspective and perception on life. But it wasn't until, you guys, I had like a lot of depression. (laughs) I think even in Guam, I was still suffering from depression. Um, because now that I look back, I like I, I can say the thoughts I was having are not normal thoughts. So I'm not ready to disclose what I was thinking, but eventually, I think, yeah. Anyways, hold on, I'm sorry. Sorry, I had to collect myself. Uh, whew, I didn't think I was gonna cry this episode, but yeah, here I am. <laughs> and I feel emotions. I am a person. I cry. <sighs> but back to you know, the story. So 
I started doing that. I started reading a lot of spiritual books, a lot of uh, Gabby Bernstein books, any book that has to do with sort of empowerment and living your purpose and a lot of attraction. I mean, I switched the stereo for <sighs> self-development books. I don't, I don't listen to the radio. I, I do now, but then I didn't. I never listened to the radio um, or Spotify or anything and just fully submerged myself into what I what I needed, right, and what I wanted to become. And look at me, here we are. Uh, you know, depression-free and just kind of kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> but anyways, um, in, in that time, so back to, let's, let's take it back. Sorry, guys, I'm j literally jumping from, like, topic to topic because my mind is like racing and okay so back to the movie scene the bad mom's movie scene like if someone comes to you and says something like that that is not a normal thought pattern or thoughts that someone ought to be having so if someone says that don't meet them with your batshit crazy you're supposed to be their friend, right? Like, you want to be empathetic to that because what the hell? Like, that's not normal. And I, I know that now. <sighs> so, I don't know. Um, my inbox is always open if you are suffering from um postpartum depression or depression of any kind i'm here for you sister like let's get you the help you need right that's what i'm all about i'm about uh, healing you healing yourself and getting you to be the best mom you can be um so yeah this is a very vulnerable episode so, I'm sorry if I made you cry because I cried. But my life isn't all rainbows and butterflies and positive affirmations. Sometimes it's dark and emotional. But I bring myself out of that. I bring myself out every time because I know, I know, I know I'm able to identify my limiting beliefs i'm able to identify the thought i have is not real right it's not real it's not ultimately true and so yeah i'm a badass so are you let's be badasses together and kick depression's ass <laughs> all right you beautiful soul um the key takeaways for this episode are to get help when you need it. Don't be afraid to admit that you need help. Juanita, don't be afraid to admit that you need help. I'm telling myself that three or four times. <sighs> Juanita, take your own advice. <laughs> when you need help, ask for it. It's okay to ask for help. You got this.
We're always, always cheering and rooting you on, girlfriend. Until next time, my beautiful soul. Bye. We are mothers, but we are so much more than motherhood. Hey, help me get this message out there so I can get this movement started. Leave an honest five-star review and screenshot it and tag me on the gram. I would be forever grateful. And oh, by the way, I want you to come and be a part of the community. The More Than Motherhood movement. It's a whole vibe. It's on Facebook. You should check it out. And it's all about moms supporting moms as they discover their purpose outside of motherhood. Yes, so come be a part of it. Come be the light. Come be the light for women who need your guidance. We need you. We need one another. All right, catch you on the next episode. Oh, that's my cue. I gotta go.